Hey, friends, welcome to episode number 26 of the Bender Blend podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Bender. Thank you to Audrey, Clint, and Henry for sitting down with me on this episode. Um, we chatted about, I, I had a prompt question, uh, what's your dream job? Uh, it was interesting, it was an interesting conversation. We kind of went in-depth into what that actually means. Um, I gave my answer, which will probably change again, but anyways, it was a fun conversation. I think you guys can relate. Um, anyways, thank you all for listening. Uh, just follow us on Instagram if you want, BenderBlendPCast, at, sorry, at BenderBlendPCast on Instagram. Anyways, thanks, guys. Cheers, everybody. Oh, my goodness. That might have been the weirdest, <laughs> best one yet. That sounded oh. like my butthole this morning. That was... <laughs> I had, some, kind of sexy. I had some calamari I think, last night. I think that was... <laughs> yeah, no, it just was a little greasy on the way out. <laughs> that was by far the weirdest beer crack and the quickest zero to 60 into the gutter that we've ever done. Yeah, usually it's like a minute or two. That was uh, less than... That was like 18 seconds, like You're 15 welcome. seconds. Um, thanks, Clint. You're welcome. Um, Henry, thank you again for the intro crackle. And then Audrey, welcome back. Thank you guys. You. Episode 26. Welcome back. It's a song. Uh, well, you've been working on music, it sounds like, and it's not really helping. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I love you. I love you so much. Love you too, man. Um, all right. So something that I think I want, and obviously, you know, within reason, and no pressure, but something I was thinking about today as a prompt question is, because it, it came up kind of over the, I went home for a family reunion, and unfortunately I didn't get to do a family cast. I wanted to interview my brothers and Aww. some of my cousins. Mm, really cool. It was just kind of a whirlwind, like yeah. everybody yeah. was doing. It just, <clears throat> time-wise, it was like, ah, it was too hard to wrangle people down. But what came up was, you know, talking with my cousins and everybody was, oh, what are you doing for work? And I'm like, yeah, this and that. But then I was like, well, you know, and I've been asked this before, but I think a good, it's kind of fun to think about. It's like, what's your dream? It sounds cliche, but what's your dream job? And Ooh. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about it. Um, and I think that'd be kind of fun to discuss today. Like if, so, if someone were to walk up to you and say, what's your dream? What do you want? What would your dream job be where, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's it's, it's a tough question. I think it changes hard. a lot after you get certain jobs because it, it it definitely you can go into a job thinking like this is exactly what I want to do and it's what I've dreamed about doing and then you get in there and it is not what you expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And if any of you have an answer right away, please jump in. But or at least I and maybe I can start with what I up to date most recently I thought about was my dream job would involve owning a space where I could have my artistic friends come and create art and then sell it in that same space. So Hmm. whether you're a musician, I'd have a studio type thing in the back or a stage where you could play shows and record. I'd have a welding type studio like or fabrication area area where you can make Mm -hmm. shit out of wood or metal 
whatever your medium might be, hmm. painting area, and then maybe up front or in that same, it'd have to be a huge fucking space, have a bar and like have some wine and beer on tap, you know, and like maybe some craft cocktails or something. I was like, that's kind of my dream is like own a place like that and with friends and share that with friends and then have other artists come in and teach classes like have a master welder come and show people how to do it like two days a week three you know and then have guitar lessons or singing lessons have fucking comedy shows that like that in my head i was like that's that's my dream job is to your be- dream job is to be super rich yes <laughs> there's a <laughs> uh correct there's a place like that in the bay area and i think it's in berkeley i forgot what it's called but it's very similar it's basically just for makers but um shit man i forget what it's called but it's just like the same thing where they have a sh- like a wood shop, a metal shop, um, an art studio, and you can pay very little to go in there and work on your projects. Yeah. And then they'll also bring in, like you said, they'll bring in experts and do free seminars for people. And it's like a, yeah. it's like a co-op where okay. it's yeah. like, it you, like you have to like become a member yeah. and mm-hmm. join. Right. And then every time you come, you pay a little bit of money, yeah. but it's like member supported. Yeah. Um, and because it's in Berkeley and they're very touchy-feely um, about stuff like that, they get really good, like, next to no taxes. Okay. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that sounds very, like, that, yeah, right up my alley. If not... That'd be awesome. Yeah. It, and that's the thing is, like, it, it would be a place where it's affordable for artists that are like, yeah, dude, I don't have that much money. It's like, cool, we'll pay what you can or donate or donate your time and teach mm-hmm. or donate your art and share your art. And we'll figure out, you know, and obviously like Henry said, is like, yeah, if I struck the lottery, that would be, I would, I would run a place like that. And that would become my dream job of running or, or just even being part of that, you know, seeking that out. But, you know, that's, that's what I've come to lately. I'm sure it'll change in a year maybe, but to me, that was kind of the, I was like, that sounds like everything I would want to do like facilitate that kind of stuff well and i think that's kind of more accurate and realistic where you're facilitating art you can still make it but art is not your job necessarily like uh you're you're creating a space where you can create and other people can create but you're not turning your passion into your uh like source of income right Mm -hmm. because that is that's a that works for some people does not work for others Yeah. yeah Or you just have to, like, find out, like, what you can do to, like, still enjoy your passion and what you're good at while at the same time not uh, making it turn into work. Because that's the thing about a job is it is, it is, uh, it is literally just work. I had to silence your phone for you. It's already silenced. Uh, No, it's on vibrate. (laughs) If it was on do not disturb, it wouldn't. No, it's not on vibrate. It's, look, it's silenced. That's vibrate. We're, we're getting, we're getting that's, possible. That's, no, look it. <laughs> it was off. Yeah, that's, that's still vibrate. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> vibrate It was time. literally vibrating just now. <laughs> it, it probably, anyways, you guys can fist fight later. <laughs> no, foot race. Foot race. All right. I can, I, you've seen my legs, right? <laughs> much larger. Ostrich. Um, Clint, what do you, th- what do you think well, about Well, my, what, like, what, win what the lottery your... job, what I would do, I've thought about this a lot, because I always, I always 
I should say always, but I often daydream about what would I do if I won the lottery. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't just be like, oh, just nothing. Like I would want to, I'd buy a ranch Mm -hmm. and I would make like a habitat, kind of like, you know, like a dog rescue, like where just be like, um, obviously no kill, but uh, a place where dogs could come and that needed homes and it wouldn't just be like in kennels but they'd actually have like a space yeah open spaces outdoor spaces and forever home for senior dogs um so literally the farm that parents have been lying to their kids about yeah Um, that'd be be, i like that idea now and then i and a couple water slides sweet um so kind of the farm aspect uh would it be just dogs, or would you try and rescue everybody? Well, my priority would probably be dogs, but... Only well, basset hounds. Um, Dog rescue. No, I mean, yeah, animal, animals in general, but I'd yeah. probably focus mostly on dogs, because I think, you know, Pups. dogs yeah. need... You know, there's a lot of dogs that need homes, and cats too, but... And cats are cool, but... Dogs are better. Oh, watch yourself, buddy. <laughs> Ow, Clint Henry and I just... You guys feisty. We missed each other. I, you so. I, I, but I have two cats. I mean, they're cool. Well, here's the thing. It's okay to disagree. Just don't stab each other yet. Because I don't have video, and I want video of that if it goes down. I'm non-violent. Um, Unless I'm violent. I'm a lover, not I, a fighter. I know. I, I know that. Um, well, I like that idea. I mean, it's... And that that's why, like, right as you were saying that, I was like, my my answer kind of changed too. It's like, well, ah, oh, fuck, well, of course I'd want like a little farm or at least have like, be part of a, f- like, well, where do you get your veggies and this and that? It's like from the farm that I also co-own or whatever. And I have my friends working there and they get paid, you know, I guess like my dream job is to like own things that are productive and make, make money obviously to run but also like all my friends could work for me and not stress and they'd be taken care of in a yeah. perfect world it's like yeah that'd be fucking awesome like all you know there wouldn't be any yeah I guess that's kind of the like taking care of people and especially people I know and my friends and family like first that's like my dream job is to be able to offer that or give that chance of like cause I you know, so many of my friends and family, not all of them, but there's, a, you know, it's, it's obvious when someone is in a job that's like, they don't love, but they're doing it and it's like, they got to do it and they're going to do it because they have good work ethic. And it's, that's part of the deal is like, well, I got to work, but it's like, what? And that's the question I would ask them is like, what would you want to do if you didn't have to worry about, you know, mm-hmm. the money thing is like, if somebody paid you really well, what would you want to do? Or if you had that, that, that just kind of, it's because it, like you said, it's mine, mine so much isn't make, make art and make money off my art. It's watch other people and like inspire creativity in others and like give them the opportunity to be like, you don't have to worry about like, you don't have to worry about this. Just come do your thing and, and blossom in that yeah. environment. And I wonder, and like it, like you said, it sounded like there's some stuff. And I'm, I'm sure there's places that are trying to do that as well out there, but like a co-op of artists and creators and makers and, you know, it's, I don't know, that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. I'm like, well, I don't know how to, I can't do that right now because I just don't have the means. Yeah. But 
in the long run, it's like little by little, if I can chip away at it and create it, and that's kind of what this podcast is a little bit too, is a small community so far mm-hmm. of people that are like-minded and like, how can I give, give away? Well, to me, it sounds like you want to own a bar and, <laughs> and you can, that too. you basically do it. So like it opens at 5 PM. But during the day, you can use that space to do whatever, and you can yeah. have concerts there and, and sh- showcase the art up on the walls. Oh my god. And yeah. Eventually, I mean, if you go to back room or something, there. make a recording studio. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, rad. It's something along those lines. For yeah, because sure. that way you have something profitable and super easy to do is sell liquor. Yeah. But yeah, people always want to be drunk. Always. And then if they were able to come make art during the day before it opened, before there's people drinking in there, that would be also no, yeah. super rad. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's my ever kind of evolving answer. But it, it, it's, I'd say in the last year, it's stayed along those kind of lines of that, facilitating that kind of like creativity and having a space where people can come and fucking do things. Yeah, do their thing. Do their thing. You know, but I don't know. What do you, Audrey? What do you think? What, what, if you, if, I mean, <laughs> pressure's on, but it's kind of a big question for me because yeah. in yeah. order, I feel like you, so many parts of life kind of fit together. <laughs> so it, it's one thing to have like your favorite job or you know your dream job, so to speak, but then in order to be able to recharge and rest up and be passionate about your job on a daily basis, you kind of need your own perfect space. And at least for me personally, um, I mean, I could argue right now that I kind of have my dream jobs and just kind of stumbled into them on accident, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, brewing, because when I interviewed for Bang the Drum, I originally thought that I was going to work in the tasting room yeah. And then Kelly was like, well, actually, I need help in the back. And I was like, ah, okay, that's fine. That's whatever. I, you know, I was going to work in the tasting room, but okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's perfect for me. I'm an introvert. I like being alone. I like being able to pop out and say hi if I want, because I'm friendly, too. <laughs> but I also like being able to go hide. Yeah. I can listen to my headphones. Yeah. I can listen to podcasts. I can do... It's, yeah, yeah and I'm making own. something. Mm-hmm. I'm not working in a restaurant where it's completely high-stress environment and there's people... Dealing with customers face-to-face. Exactly. You're not, you know... I mean, you could work a 14-hour day, but if you work, even if you work a 14-hour day at a brewery, you're by yourself. Yeah. You're not dealing with other people stressing you out and, hey, I need this and blah, blah, blah. Not, at least not where I'm... Get to drink some beer at work. Exactly. You taste it. You figure it out, you know... Um, I wrote my first beer recipe, which I'm going to brew on Wednesday, so nice. I'm really excited. Um, can you share? What, yeah, it's... Um, what what kind of beer is it? It's a double IPA. Okay, double IPA. Um, what does double mean? What does that mean? Uh, it's Twice. just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot of hops. He's going to fucking kill you, Henry. So double <laughs> in the pale ale. It's just going to have twice the amount of hops the Okay, that's what that means would. when it says double IPA. Yeah, okay, um, see and it's going to be dry hopped a lot. I'm not sure if I'm going to... What? My question is, what does dry hopped mean? So when you add hops after... Oh, okay. The, so hops go in in the boil, which is when you're... Um, when you've... 
It's just a different method of extraction. Exactly. Okay. And okay. hops tend to have more of a flavor impact when they're not added during the heating process. Right, when they're not. Okay. So I, what I'm going to do is I wrote the recipe so that I'll add them at the very, literally as soon as you turn the boil off is okay. when the first hop addition will happen. And that helps retain more of the flavor in the oils. And then once it's in the fermentation vessel and been fermenting for a little bit, that's when we add the other ones. Oh. Um, and that goes straight to aroma. Very yeah. cool. Um, Very it's going to be cool. called Daddy Issues. Dead. All right. So That's badass. I'm uh, excited. Uh, TM. TM on that. TM, TM. <laughs> and um, actually, Graham helped name that one. We were kind of joking about it. And he was nice. like, yeah, what a double, it would be a double IPA. And it's like, well, how about I just make it? And there it is. I miss Graham. Um, well, yeah. So <laughs> me too. Uh, I just wrote down Daddy's Issues. Daddy's Issues. I mean, it could be that instead. <laughs> just a nice play. It's a little play on words, but <clears throat> Daddy um, Issues. I like that. That's, that's and awesome. so then combined with that, I got to do the t-shirt for being the hive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are kind of living your dream job. I kind I'm of kind of jealous of your job. <laughs> Which is why I'm like, why are you depressed? Wake up. But, um, uh, it's okay. There's yeah. Nothing. No, it's, I kind of am. And I'm just trying to figure out how to keep that momentum rolling as well as trying to figure out, Good. you know, surviving. Um, so, yeah. Well, I think, I don't know. That's, that's a, great answer there's no wrong answer but i like that that you're like yours is relevant right now that's happening i have a lot to be thankful for yeah well that's the other thing too is i think about all the and and i love playing you know fantasy land like Mm -hmm. imagining all this but in reality it's like it's that whole again we bring we always come back to that perspective it's like zoom out see really is everything that bad no it's not it's really not I always think that actually and think yeah. zoom out because that was the first time I'd heard that term yeah, apply to that. It's helpful. Yeah. That's something. And I, I've been listening to a lot of mostly because I've had my own issues to work through in the last couple of months of where I'm not mm-hmm. being, I'm, I can't do it on my own as much as I'd love to. I'm stubborn. So I'm like, I'll fucking figure it out. But it's like, mm-hmm. I've been trying to meditate more and, like be a little more open-minded towards that kind of practice and like something like a, I guess it's not my mantra but it's that's something I always like I I bring up in a good way who the fuck cares not not in a negative way of like who the fuck cares right. it's who, who fucking cares right hey that fucking that, that it dude is cut, very liberating that dude cut you off or this that Doesn't this matter. and that happened who fucking cares um and the other one is zoom out. It's like zoom out. What zoom pull up and look at your if you if you could look at your life from the outside, analyze it that way. Because being in it, it's like that doesn't work for me. Like I get too bogged down in my own brain. But well, and that's why this this question yeah. came up in my brain. I was like, it's it's a not a bad thing to think about. But it's also like a way for me to kind of. I guess also kind of see what my direction is too is because I part of my little you know depression anxiety bouts is what am I doing like what am I doing out here am I doing it like am I moving it am I it going forward with something you know it's and so that question comes I was like well what what can I work towards you know I, I just I like know. to... It's, it's a big, it's a big question. It's, well, it's full well, of... Well, and you and I have only been here. We haven't even been here a year yet. Yeah, I know. And that's And the just think about all of the yeah. things, podcasts for one, yeah. like that's, yeah, credit to you for sure. Cause you haven't even been here a year yet. 
Yeah. So that's anyway. But that's that's where my my head's been at lately. Is like, and I know we did the momentum episode, which I was swear to God I was half brain dead. It was that episode twenty four? And I was like, I st- and I still have that moment. Like I I still I'm still like, but part of it is, and I know we've talked about it before, is kind of picking and choosing which one to use that momentum on as far as projects go and real being realistic with my my you know what can I get done yeah like dream big but think like small steps yeah so and that's for me that's really hard to do because I, I, I have a very vivid and active imagination that sometimes gets the better of me <clears throat> And I can imagine things, and then reality hits, and then I get depressed because of, oh, that's reality. Fuck. Well, but, and reality is so much harder than it is to just come up with. I'm great at coming up with ideas. I yeah, like following right. through and making them yeah. a reality or something different. The fall, yeah, the follow through. Part. Yeah, it is. Um, I was going to say, like, some element of the dream job takes a healthy amount of that zooming out. Mm-hmm. where there are complaints mm-hmm. in everything that we do. And it's not that they're not valid complaints or that they're not annoying or difficult to deal with, but having a dream job is kind of reliant on you appreciating a, a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that you shouldn't like actively try to make it a better situation or like a, an even better thing for you, but like realizing when you have a good thing and appreciating it while it lasts because that's something like even working as a photographer I that was my dream job for a while and then I was doing it and it was really fucking difficult when that's all you're relying on for money but it was still really amazing and I loved doing it it was just it became too stressful of a thing to um the only time I would make art it was for a corporation or like uh, just for a business element and so it turned it into where all of my focus was going into the least interesting part of doing the job. Yeah. It wasn't like photography was a, a minimal amount. It was dealing with clients and editing and delivering photos and doing all the bullshit around taking photos. And they weren't photos I wanted to take. So, yeah. So That's yeah. huge. Yeah. That can be a little soul crushing for sure. Yeah, like uh, working for a, like a smaller batch brewery would be is super awesome, and I love I love doing it. But I can imagine working for like Coors, where you are making one kind of beer or two, maybe like that. That's got to be a little soul crushing, <laughs> and especially on giant machinery where you're basically a glorified button pusher. Yeah, mm-hmm. where we actually kind of get in the shit a little mm-hmm. bit at the brewery, and and that's mm-hmm. kind of rare. Mm-hmm. So it 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 is like yeah, you could. There's so many. If you were to say, like, yeah, I want to own a bar or I want to, like, own a concert venue or something, there's so many different varieties within those things. It's kind Mm -hmm. of about, like, knowing what your dream scenario would be, but also what subcategory of that are you going to do? Because you you can know, like, one umbrella you want to work in, Mm -hmm. but figuring out where you fit in all of that shit is also super important. Yeah. I think that's honestly something that's awesome about millennials. <sighs> They're really good at creating jobs for themselves. Yeah. They're good at finding niche things and realizing what they're good at. But yeah, they're talented. I mean, anyway, yeah. you shouldn't. Anyway, no, but, I agree, and I think that is in huge part. I'd say 
dare I say, 95% of that is due to the internet. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and, they're tech, and being born into the, a technology era where they don't know anything else. And I am technically a millennial, but I remember... Me too. A time before internet. Yeah. And I remember a time before... I, we fucking had a rotary phone that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, the, maybe it's the older crowd. <laughs> so it's like the... the mille- <laughs> I'm not going to... I've made eye contact with Henry. Um, you're an old soul, but... Mm-hmm. I, I, We're all millennials here. Right. Mm-hmm. Except... Except this guy. Yeah. But you're Gen X, right? Gen... So... I think, too, that's partially due to a lack of job market. Yeah. I think that uh, back true. before the internet, when I was yeah. a kid, I mean, there were so many more jobs available. I mean, I, yeah. you know, even when I was going through high school and my early 20s before the internet, you know, there was way more opportunities for kids that didn't go to college, for kids that did go to college. There was just a lot more out there where I feel like now everything's sort of, you know, either been outsourced or consolidated, or I just don't feel like the market is as diverse as what it once was. Like the idea of having one job for the rest of your life isn't one that you could ever really count on now. Right. And back in the day, you could, you know, you could. Now employment is transient, you know, these people and they, you know, especially even with a good job, good college degree, making good money, they're looking at five-year plans versus committing to a gig, getting a pension and blah, 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 blah. You know, plus also too, most companies now don't do pensions anymore at all. Yeah. They do 401ks or whatnot where it's your own investments, but. Well, and even like my sister in the, especially in like the tech industry, my sister worked at uh, Twitch TV and it was a super rad job. She fucking loved it. Loved all of her coworkers and her office. And it was super dope. And then the company got, was doing so well that Amazon bought them. And then they downsized them and increased, like, put in more managers and, like, did a bunch of bullshit and changed it. And, like, because they were doing well, the job became shittier, Mm -hmm. like, for other outside reasons. So you can't even count on, like, a cool job staying cool. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, There's a great podcast episode from Hidden Brain from NPR, and it's called Bullshit Jobs. Um... And I recommend listening to it just because it was a good, uh, it was an eye opener of like, wow, I should, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it also goes in depth as to why we use that term of like, this is such a bullshit job. And, and this, this dude, he's a um, behavior. I, I can't remember. I have to re-listen or just go listen yourself. But he he was like why why do we have these bullshit jobs what are they? when why do we say that they're bullshit yeah and he runs the gamut of the ones that are actually bullshit where it's there's he's he's talked to these people that are they get put into a position of power and then they say well of course you you're you have this authority now uh now you need some assistance and they're like, I don't have anything for them to do. And so they create these meaning, like meaningless tasks for these people because they're like, I got to have the appearance of staying busy and productive when, all, when I can get this job done in three hours and you want me to be here nine hours. Well, that's a, so an entire thing. Interesting. Like uh, about the, I think it was, uh, there's an article about the lack of motivation in our job market right now comes from if you have a job to do, 
you're better off taking up as much time as possible to do one thing because you don't get paid more if you finish all of your work early. And right, exactly. exactly. And that his example was he got a job when he was a teenager as a dishwasher. Him and his buddies were like, "Oh, this is gonna be," and they were like, "We made a game of it." They're like, "We're gonna be so fucking good at washing dishes," and they were. They like busted it out, and they're they. Everything was clean, and they're sitting in the back in the kitchen area and just kind of fucking around, like nothing to do, sitting around. And the boss came back and was like, "What are you guys doing? What are you just sitting around for? What do you get back to work?" And they're you like, got time "Everything's to done." Time to clean. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, what are you doing? Get back to work. And they're like, "Huh? Everything's done." He said, "We'll wash the baseboards. We already did that. We'll wash them again. You're on my time." And he was like, "It was the first time that." he ever heard that oh somebody else's time is what they like is worth this much to them mm-hmm. to pay you like and he was like it's kind of weird he's yeah. like we were he's like and then you realize he's like i realized being better at my job didn't was, there was no benefit and he's like that was a bullshit job and it's yeah. like oh okay there's and so, granted there's there's a little more into it but it's kind of interesting it's like yeah they're the incentive thing is like, yeah, and and we and I think we expect. I don't know. And I grew up. I I had my first job when I was thirteen, because my parents encouraged it. They're like, yeah, go, like if you go work and you're allowed to now legally, you can only work eight hours a weekend or whatever. But yeah. um, you can use your own money that you earn to buy shit you want. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. cool. So that's how they got me into it. It's clever. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. But, and there's something to it. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, well, just from the opposite end, from an employer standpoint of view, yeah, you know, yeah. I get irritated when I come and I see my staff sitting around, dicking around, doing nothing, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but what I did to combat that is I came up with a checklist um, where if there's spare time between customers, you go through this checklist and if you finish everything on that checklist, then you can fuck off on the internet. You can read a book, whatever you want to do. I'm fine with that as long as that checklist is complete. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty in-depth and it has some pretty menial stuff. It has some, you know, but it's all stuff that needs to get done. Um, the other thing that really irritates me is when I move faster than my staff. Hmm. But know? that's also good. Hopefully on their end, it's you're leading by example. Yeah, I do. I know so, there's definitely, yeah. I mean, I do, you know, there's nothing that I would ask of them that I haven't done or still won't do, you know, haven't done a million times or won't do a million more. But it is irritating when I see people standing around and it's like, oh, uh, hey, yeah, there's spider webs right above you, you know, or there's pee in the toilet, there's pee in, in, in the bathroom, you know what I mean? Or there's just little things like that, you know. And like Henry said, too, if you have time to time to lean, you got time to clean. When I was in the, <laughs> when I was in the bar business in San Francisco, I mean, that yeah. was one big, big no-no. I mean, if you, you know, even if it was dead, um, you know, if you're caught standing around, um, you get a talking to, you know, yeah, already did it. Well, and, and, and that's, and that's, that's in that service industry that, that is, there's a standard that some, some places have it, some don't, but the ones that do, you know, it is, you notice like everything's run really tight. It's a tight ship. Um, not a lot of other places though like it's it's weird being in and it's not a it, it it's a cliche but not like you see government 
Oh like my God. Workers, yeah. you know, I worked for the government. There were times when we were like, we have nothing to do. So literally nothing to do. Yeah. Well, what do we do? I, let's just walk. Like there were times where you can't, you can't create work. And also I'm an asshole. I got paid 13 bucks an hour and I was like, why would I give a fuck if I don't have it? I'm going to fuck off. Fuck yeah. their time. They're paying me. I'm, yeah. Like, it's, so it's a hard, there's a, there's a hard distinction of like, yes, obviously but the, my morality wins out and I'm like, I will work if someone is like paying, but it's like, there came a time where it's like, I don't know. Especially government. I don't care. I don't care enough. You don't, it was that, and it's, it's a cynical way of thinking, but it's like, you don't pay me enough to give a shit. Yeah. Pay me enough and I will give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay me what I'm mm-hmm. worth. And that, mm-hmm. that, man, that's a weird thing I'm going through because I'm in my mid thirties and I do certain things these days and it's like, I'm not, I'm worth way more than this. And it's for us. I'm like, mm-hmm. how are you? The only reason I'm doing this is so I, it's like, I have bills to pay. That's it's, it's a fuck. We're going deep into the system. That we're yeah. Fucking cause, into. cause, and I'm sure Clinton as an employer, it's, it's really hard cause you do like, there's no reason why as like a human being, you wouldn't want to pay people what they're worth, but you still have to make money. And, like, you have other shit to pay and, like, taxes and bullshit. So it's hard to, like, put that all on employers that, like, I I would love for everybody to be paid a living, a true living wage. But it's it's seemingly, like, almost impossible unless you, like, fucking set up a welfare state, like, fucking Berlin or something. Yeah, and I mean, it's... I um yeah. I do pay my staff more than most other tasting room staff gets paid straight out of the gates and then if after 90 days you get a raise and then if I see you stepping up and taking initiative I'll, I'll continue to give you raises I see mean, that's yeah I, um, at most jobs I've been at the, the raises are literally just arbitrary or non-existent mm-hmm. yeah I mean there's no schedule like in the there's no in the employment agreement there's nothing that says you'll get a raise every 90 days I don't do that because um, I think that can oftentimes lead to complacency. Oh yeah. Um, if you know, I like to empower people by letting them empower themselves. And I find that approach has been successful with most people. And I'm careful about who I staff too. It's like, if I'm interviewing somebody and your resume is awesome, but I'm just not getting that vibe from you, I'm not going to hire you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so is that why you didn't hire? No, <laughs> no, there's been some kids where they come in and right. you know, they, They've, on paper, they look great. Yeah. But it's a personality or they, they maybe don't look you in the eye. That's my number one pet peeve when I'm interviewing people is if they don't look you in the eye, that, they're speaking to you. That's a weird one in real in general, life. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you know, for businesses like me and I mean, I think most businesses too, is like, you know, you're only as good as your staff. You're only as good as your yeah. employees. And if, yeah. you know, if you don't take care of them, they're going to resent you and they're only going to do a good job when you're around. But as soon as you turn your back, they're going to fuck off and flip you off and be like, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm only here for a paycheck, but you know, um, I think that it's tough. It's nowadays, especially it's tough to keep people motivated. And especially if it's a, you know, a, a, a gig like that, a bar, you know, a service gig. It's yeah. Like, Cause it's day in day out and it's, it's never ending. Yeah. You know, like there's no big project you're working towards that, that like has a deadline. It's just, you got to show up and clock in and 
stick it out for the the duration of your shift. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's that the brief period of time when I worked in the service and I, yeah, I worked at a ski club and it was like my job title was ski butler and it was like that encompassed like kissing a lot of ass and but also busting ass like making sure our guests cuz they paid a shit ton of money to have lockers in the it's ski. A yeah. And it was like, my boss was awesome because he was just like, if you take a little, just a little, he's like, you don't have to fucking love this job. You don't. He's like, because there's parts, he's like, I don't love it. But I, he's like, I don't love all of it. But there are parts, he's like, if you take some ownership and be like, and make it your own, like, um, you should hear the purring through the head. I think I was going to say, we can, we can hear Viper joining in. He's got the best job of all. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he brought up a good point. He was like, ownership is like having a little bit of pride in your work and what you're doing. It's a psychological trick. It tricks you into like you you care a little bit, just enough to be like go over maybe just, and then that kind of builds that little that little momentum of oh I do okay I do care, and obviously. You know, not all jobs are going to have... That's not going to work, but it, it worked for me in that in that regard. It was just having a little bit... Like, making an, making an impression on someone and giving them... Like, when they left, they're like, this is awesome. Like, we're coming back. Like, mm-hmm. that was just a little bit owner... I was like, it's because I owned, I owned my job. I had that ownership, that accountability of like, yeah, I'm doing my job and I'm doing it pretty well. And then I go over the top just a little bit like, oh, you didn't, I didn't have to do that, but I did because he, it was like, and then all of a sudden it's, it, you get that momentum of like, all right, I do give a shit yeah, and I'll give a sh- I'll keep giving a shit because there's, you know, it's, and again, caveat to that is n- not all jobs are going to be like that. I tried to trick myself into that in other jobs and it didn't work because mm-hmm. it was like, no, it's just not the same. It's just not, you know, and that's kind of the whole fantasy land of dream job of like my, I everything's guess gonna be I could work. shorten my answer to my dream job is working for me yeah there you go mm-hmm. be my own boss because mm-hmm. I know me well enough to be like I'm account I, I have that I would I, I'm not gonna be a fucking sit down and like just fuck off it's like I you know I have a life half a lifetime of working and having that drilled into me of like you gotta show up and do your job it's like yeah my dream job that's my short answer is my dream job is working for myself yeah and then see where that goes but (laughs) yeah see I feel like I'm I'm not like I would love to just be like yeah like I like I I couldn't be the person in charge I would have to be like it, the business could be around me. I could be a, a crucial part of it, but I'm not a, a like a boss. Type. Yeah, I would need to literally hire like a general manager for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and well, that that's, Jesus that's a good. Uh, I'm the same way, Henry. I don't. I've been offered not full on like you're in charge, but as like assistant and stuff, and it's just like. It's tough. Um, that's, I, and I, I'm sure there's a personality test out there somewhere that would tell me exactly, but it's like, well, there's always going to be some little distinctions here and there, but 
like I said, I think I do best as a facilitator, but not a motivator. Well, okay, facilitator, motivator, but not a leader. Like, I love, I, I like getting. There's some times when I can make like decisions, but I, my instinct is to get input first and then make my decision. Sometimes I've made my decision already, but that's rare. I'm usually like, I need some input here. Like, you know, like that's, that's my personality type is, and that's why, and maybe that's always, that's something like getting deep in psychology is like, well, maybe that's why I've never gotten a job where, I mean, the last, I had a cool job two years ago working in Vail. I was doing trail, I built trails in the woods, hiking and biking trails. And I was, and it was Ideal for me because I was by myself mm-hmm. and um, I could listen to it like, and I was like, well, that's, that's awesome. But I also realized it's not going to be forever. And it, yeah, sure enough, like it, it, it's not that it got old. It was just like, I wasn't, I was just kind of in a, in a really comfortable rut, but mm-hmm. it was a rut nonetheless. And so I got out of it, but it's one of those like, okay, well, and it comes down to breaking down what's important to me. Like when I look for new jobs and I always look for new opportunities and it's no, it's not a personal, like fuck you to whoever my current employer is. It's just a, and, and I think it, most employers get it. I'm 34 and they're like, if I were to come to them and say, hey, look, I found a better that I, th- I would hope they wouldn't be like, Oh, you're fucking abandoning. It's like, no, yeah, I get it. So I'm always scanning and I'm like, what can I do that's getting me further along into my little likes, dislikes, my, I think, what do you call it? The cost and cost, cost benefit. benefit, cost benefit, you know, it's like, yeah, it's so, but ultimately my, my big challenge is like, how do I work for myself eventually? Mm-hmm. I would basically you like know. ever since I was a little kid, my parents have always said, that I've needed an assistant. <laughs> Since I was like five years old, they're like, you That's need funny. somebody to like bully you into doing your to-do list. But like, Henry. like, like when, I, when you wake up, they're there with the coffee and a to-do list being like, all right, here's your coffee. And we have a seven fifteen meeting and we're going to go and do this. The car's like, like okay, sweet. So I can, I, I, if I was my own boss, I would need to hire somebody to be my boss like day-to-day boss yeah like to to get hmm. me on track that's a to good do point all stuff. well it's that's good, good to know about yourself as well and yeah. that's you know that's why I like the you know this <laughs> the prompt question was and i knew it was like it, it's gonna go deeper than that because it's you know it's it's where my head has been at lately it's like yeah if, if i'm not stoked about my job it's like well why not okay there's a million reasons yeah and it also like ties directly into going home and seeing my family and being away from this place and also that question comes up well what am I coming back to obviously I have a good group of friends here and I've got this podcast thing going and that's awesome like that is a huge that gives me a lot of a lot of purpose but yeah. also there's a big chunk of it that's not there I'm like I don't you know I have a job and it's a, for now it's a great, like it's a cool job. I'll, I, I'm not going to say it's great. I'll, I'll just say it's cool. It's, I work with really cool people. I enjoy doing 80% of it, but it's like that, that's not, to me, it's not a, a deep down. It's like, it's not sustainable. 
Um, I don't want to beat my body up for yeah. the next 10 years. For what? You know, so it was, you know, that's just, it's one of those weird, and that's why I'm like, well, I know I'm creative. Okay, that's, we've gotten past that point. It's like, well, what can I do with creativity and what can I do in this? And that it's just kind of navigating that day-to-day anxiety of like, what the fuck am I doing here? And you guys were super worried. I had Gabby worried, really worried that I wasn't moving back. (laughs) She she and me both, actually. You guys both. I I never believed it for a second. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck you guys. Well, it's, yeah, like I I was the same a lot in L.A. where I would go up and visit slow and be like, you get home and you get, it's nice and comfortable and your family's there and your old friends and stuff. And it... Like, they're, they're, like, the moments where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to come back. But you're like, all of my stuff is still there. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have to go back. My life like, is I can't, there. Like, I can't just up and leave. And that's kind of the thing about a job. Like, it is, it's not perfect. Sometimes you just want to go home and not be there. But it's, we all have to labor in different ways. And some jobs are a lot shittier than others. And... Like, my dad was even talking about, he's like, I like, I can't remember what job he was comparing it to, but he's like, I would rather be a sanitation worker. Like, hmm. you get to drive a truck, like, you get to go real slow, pick up shit, like, pick up people's trash and move along. Like, get paid a government wage, get, like, retirement and health benefits. Make good money. Like, and make good money. And you don't have to deal with people's bullshit. So it's it's just about like unless kind of just their bowl, dog shit. Unless they own a bowl, <laughs> I was gonna say. But then now, I mean, these guys now they don't get out of the truck. They just pull up, fucking hit the button. The mechanical arm comes down, grabs a trash can. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's kind of about picking and choosing what bullshit you want to deal with, because there there are times in which you're going to get more freedom, but it's going to come with more headaches, and so you have to kind of. Yeah, cost-benefit analysis. Like, figure out what is, mm-hmm. is what true. is the most worth it for you. What actual traits about your job are you looking for versus what do you not want to deal with? Because I like working at the brewery in the tasting room. I love that <clears throat> as opposed to working in a restaurant. Because if somebody doesn't like their beer, I'm like, oh, well. Like, I don't have to remake their beer for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and I can be a little sarcastic and... and not like suck up to every customer. I'm still like genuinely helpful and like get people what they need and take care of them. But I, if if they're being kind of an asshole, I don't have to be super nice to them. Yeah. I I can just be a real person, and that's that's half of our like management and ownership allows us to do that. But um, it's it's to me working in like a some, another situation, you would come with different headaches. Although. In a larger business, in a more corporate environment, you get rid of some of the headaches of a very small business, where there are a lot of weird problems that there aren't a lot of people to fix them for. But it's like you said, it's all it's going to be a trade off yeah. everywhere, it, it, somewhere. Yeah, it, yeah. You're going to have less it's freedom true. at the corporate job, but it's a true. lot more things will be kind of all their ducks are in a row. It's true. Same thing with relationships, really. Yeah. <laughs> what are you willing to put up with versus yeah. cost benefit? <laughs> Yeah. It's like your dream girlfriend. Right, exactly, exactly. Another way to look at that too, or to look at the dream job, you know, another, it's, it's a, you know, some may say it's this, it's the same thing, just different words as cost benefit, but 
risk versus reward yeah where Mm -hmm. you risk you know uh like you know you took a big risk leaving your your comfortable space back home and you came out here you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and now you're evaluating still still was the reward worth the risk though well but you know what man it's like things like that take time listen when i moved down here from san francisco i've been in the city for 12 years yeah i left the really what i knew how to do the only thing that i knew how to do professionally since i was 18 19 years old which was music and i fucking yeah left it and came here blank slate started over and it took a good couple years before i was like i made the right choice yeah you know what i mean well that's Um, good that's good to hear that gives me some hope and I mean, if you, I do, need, that's do you pace. like what you do? Like, do you like the industry that you're in? Um, I don't, I, uh, yes and no. That's, yeah. Well, I let mean, me ask you this. In a, in a non-lottery winning world, what would, what would you want to get up in the morning to do? Mm. Mm. I don't, I don't have that answer so. off the top of my head. So I think also, too, is that you have to find happiness sometimes. It's not going to just be like, hey, well, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, and it sounds like you're doing that. You said, I like my job 80% of the time, you know. So you are looking for happiness in that situation. I mean, and, look, work is work. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I think people, since the dawn of time, since the dawn of work, have been looking for ways around work and you know even not in our modern society even when we are trading eggs for bread you're working you got to feed the chickens you got to you got to harvest the grain you got to make the bread you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. like nothing is for free and and it's up to you i think what type of lifestyle do you want to maintain that will then sort of dictate what type of job you have to have and and what you're willing to sacrifice personally to maintain that lifestyle. Um, for me, as I get older, I appreciate certain creature comforts that I didn't give a shit about when I was your age or in my 20s. I didn't give a fuck about it. But now it's like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice. And I'm willing to pay a little bit of money for that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I live pretty simply. I mean, you guys have been to my house. I don't live in a fancy house. I live pretty simply. Um, have you never been to his house? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Oh, uh, Clint doesn't well, have a house. I, I, oh, we, oh, we, don't, we don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> One of these days. It's nothing special, believe me. Um, but it's your it's space. So but yeah, special. so you know what I mean? What I'm saying is that it's, I think it's, it's, it's a personal thing. It's, 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 I'm sitting here thinking about us talking about work and jobs and what sucks and what doesn't suck. And I keep coming back to, well, yeah, but, you know. It's, it's work. Work If you don't want to work, fuck it. I'm going to live out of my truck. That's what's going to make me happy. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sell your possessions. Buy a truck, get a nice little mattress in the back, and there you go. Yeah, and that's as as we're talking. It's like you always run the risk of, and I, of course it's because I'm self conscious. I'm like, am I whining? Do I sound like I'm whining? But yeah, well, I, everyone's whining. All I mean, the think time. about it. We have it easy. We're, yeah, we, we have do. it easy, and it's like, yeah, we got to work. But even when there was no such thing as a job. You had to work. You had to go out and kill an animal so that this you could true. feed your family. You had to, you had to, you had to defend your tribe from other tribes. I mean, there was mm-hmm. you had to work. There's no such thing as not working. And you know, um, right? But, I just. But on the other end, it's like we don't. We're so far removed from that, so it's hard for us to. It's hard for, and I appreciate that appreciate that perspective but it's like it's hard to relate to that because i don't i've never experienced that 
True. And that's maybe something that's like, well, maybe I should try and challenge myself more to appreciate what I do have. And that's that's been on my mind lately, too. It's like, how can I challenge the way I'm going through life to make it not harder on myself because it's hard enough as it is. But it's like, well, yeah, that is it's it's I'm all about that perspective change. And it's like, man, I'm not I, I got to. I don't know. Something's got to... I think, too, is that the struggle for many, many people is that they're bombarded with media and bombarded <sighs> with, you know, yeah. people trying to sell them things and they're bombarded with imagery that makes them feel inferior or insufficient. But I think what that does is it forces people to focus on what they don't have yeah. versus right. focusing on what they do have. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, if I didn't know you from shit from Shinola and I, had, I took a, a, a snapshot of your life, I'd be like, fuck, man, he lives in a cool-ass house in a nice, safe neighborhood. He has a motorcycle. You know what I mean? He surfs every morning. He could, you know what I mean? Like you have a lot of Not freedom. every morning. Well, you surf. <laughs> okay, you surf what? Once a week still. I mean, you know, you get what I'm, you get the picture I'm painting. Um, Correct. It's easy for us. And I still get in those ruts from like, mm-hmm. eh, I'm going to go trail with it. Well, you know, but. And you, I think that's what this discussion is ultimately about is like, what, what, what is the point of bitching about what we have? It's not that it's not real. Like we all have our real despairs, but it's right. like, yeah, like you're saying, I, I, and that's my, my challenge right now is getting to a point of realizing, like, I don't have to bitch about that much. Yeah, but it's and, hard for me because it's like I. But I, want I should have prefaced that last to. statement by saying I'm not, I'm not discounting anybody's struggles or and no. you know no, I'm not saying you're not. that yeah. you're invalid for struggling in your environment, but what I am saying is that. Again, zooming out, you you know you go mm-hmm. okay, all right, it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, unless you're like severely affluent, there everyone has to work. Yeah, and we're all kind of going through this thing where we're searching for meaning in what we do on a day to day basis. <clears throat> but I'm surprised, Bender, that for uh, like in your day to day life, no lottery, you already have a second job, and it's running a podcast. And if that could get you, if you could get paid for that, would you do that as a full-time job? Um, yeah, I guess I would, for sure. Because that if I could sit down with like cool, fun people and all, chat like every day and be like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Yeah, r- yeah. R- run like three shows a week. Where for sure, man. Like, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, I think, and that's why I have friends for to point out my inconsistencies in my logic of thought it's like i don't know I'm, i have bl- big blind spots sometimes everyone does yeah. i get my own my head can be so far up my own ass it's just like wow if i shit i could taste the bat on my throat <laughs> you know, so, jokes um yeah i think <laughs> all it, the jokes i think it's funny because yeah you're you were talking about actively seeking another job you're literally doing a job for free right now until mm-hmm. like monetization comes in like if if somebody eventually hits you up and was like, "Hey, we want to advertise on your your program," then you you're you've already been taking the steps moving forward to make it more legitimate of a job. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's true. You are kind of actively working towards your dream job currently. 
then one could mm-hmm. say, well, shit, now I'm working for this person. Now I'm working for my advertiser. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like, it's, one, it's you one have to be careful. Say, but one would not say it. Because right. they, I would not say No, it. I know. I know. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying is it's like, you know. Everybody's so, working for right. something. I think right. what we can just say is that damn the man. No. Um, damn the person. Man. Damn the person. Oh, yeah, like, let's say well, you can always neutral. find something to complain right. about. That's your point, yes. You can't. But also, let's just say for a second, let's say, you know, tomorrow. We all hit the lottery or came into a lot of money. Didn't have to work for the rest of our lives. What would you do then? OD. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little dark. <laughs> you know, what would, what would you do then? Would you, you know, oh, I travel. Don't you think that after a year of traveling, you'd be like, okay, I'm done traveling. Look, now. I want to sit somewhere. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, you know, buy a boat. Okay, well, you know what I mean? It's like, I right. don't know. I feel, right. like, I feel like, too, there's a part of us as humans in our little lizard brains that a task uh, is good for us. Yeah. Something yes. to do is good for us. It's good for our health. It's and good some for manual labor for like not not excruciating, but like moving and like I have to have that honestly. It's yeah. so good for you. Yeah. I kind of I kind of like what out. he said too because I've believe me I I often daydream what would I do if I win the lottery too and I've thought about what you said too like oh, I'd be cool just to buy like a ranch get a space where you could build some housing, let your friends build a community, help people out. You know what I mean? Cause the ranch is work to take care of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like tractors. Well, yeah. And the other thing that years ago I had a friend pose that question of like, well, if I gave you $10 million right now, what would you do with it? I'd be like, I'd buy land and like build this sick compound on it of like, there's going to be a shit to do. And there's going to be, you know, we Cannabis. can grow stuff on it. We can build stuff on it. We can have all our friends live there if they need to. Far enough away where you're not stepping on each other's toes. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, it's always like, again, and again, follow through. It's like, I don't have the means yet, but like my, and maybe I should, and maybe it's, I'd need to volunteer more, but it's like, man, I, I, I'm all about my, <laughs> this is going to sound maybe bad, but I, my favorite charities to give to right now are my friends and family. Yeah. Why and that's, that's, I don't know, because maybe people are like, oh, there's people. It's like, I, look, I know these, um, there's a fucking 7 billion people on earth. I know 25 people really well, intimately. It's like, that's who I want to, if I could give to and help out first. 100%. Yeah. Um, I try to do that I know on you a do. daily basis. Yeah. I mean, if everybody did that, there would be a lot fewer people that actually, you know what I mean? Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things yeah. that like I take care of my friends when I'm able and when I don't have the means, they take care of me and it is, it's a really like healthy thing to know that like it's it's not a, a big deal, and people sometimes are like, oh man, like you, did, like like I can't go like eat today, like I don't have any money. It's like, well, dude, I I got you. And like, that that that's goes back to a very primal part of our brain. That's tribe tribal mentality. I was just gonna protect say that, the tribe, dude. nurture the tribe. Um, it's your tribe. You know what I mean? You take care of them, they'll take care of you. And that's something that I think inherently it's part of our lizard brain where it's it's ingrained within us and yeah. that's why you want to embrace and nurture your family and friends because that's your tribe you know what yeah. i mean um 
so I think that's it's healthy. It's it's it feels good. It, it you know it feels good to help people out. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and without and you know there's always the, uh, and I like to say I'm not this cynical or pessimistic of like what's your ulterior motive? And it's like no, I genuinely, if I can, I will because I can. That's all. Not because I want a favor later from that person. And I've been accused of that before. I'm like, what favor could I possibly ask from you if... I bought you a fucking sandwich. Right. Like, what no, am I really going to trade that in you know, for? And so that's, you know, the, those are the kind of people that you eventually just need to cut out. I was going to say that speaks more about them than... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, you're... What? It's like, no, I'm just being nice because yeah. it feels good. And that's it's, one of sure. my favorite sayings. If I can, I will. Yeah. And, or I do because I can. Right. It's mm. a good way to live. Um... Well, yeah, this is, I, I knew this episode was going to be kind of deep because I've been in a deep, weird mood lately, but, um, we can always lighten it up. We can always lighten it up by saying, yeah, if you could, I mean, this is what we need video because I, I, I won't describe what Clint is doing, but I was going so deep. He was going deep, but. You know, it's, um, thanks for playing along with this, guys. Like, it's not, it's more, <laughs> and I think I'm going to listen to this episode and be like, oh, yeah, I guess I had some shit to work through, and I just made you guys listen to me work through it. It <laughs> was great. And, and everybody listening to me like, oh, Jesus. Like, because, I don't know. And and I think that's that's the human element of yeah, humans. everybody's going to, I, I hope everybody can relate, but also move forward from it too, not get stuck. That's the biggest thing is not getting stuck in a loop of this th- type of thinking is it's healthy to assess, but don't go down that little fucking tunnel. Just like, well, despair, there's nothing. There's yeah. nothing like why, you know, and like I said that there's whatever little mantra you can come up with, like zoom out, who gives a fuck? Or like, um, Pete Holmes had a great point. He, he did this funny thing he uh he was unboxing a new iphone and he put a sticky note on it like i'm still gonna die <laughs> i was like he was like and i thought it was hilarious at the time i was like that is funny because it's true it's like i'm that's still gonna I, die someday that's what i yell at anybody i see running out in public still, <laughs> still gonna i die. saw a bumper sticker yesterday <laughs> that said eat healthy work out you're still gonna die yeah you're still gonna die someday it was yeah. pretty great i mean it's it, hilarious. This, yeah there's you take it and that's you know there's the other thing is, it's. Well, I think the big thing I'm trying to work on lately too is patience, um, and I I talked to Audrey a little bit about this this weekend, but like, it's all about like I'm in I'm in the time of year where it's like the I'm almost at a year of living here and it's going deep into the like reassess some self you know and for listeners it's like I think we and uh, maybe I, I know I'm not alone it's like I go through cycles of like I'm up I'm, everything's great everything's feeling it's like maybe it's the changing of the seasons who knows I love fall but me there's too. not fall out here no so that's kind of throwing me off yeah it's like a second summer like I have I'm like waiting for the sky is that like there's you can see it in the sky and uh, you know the sun's gonna go down in an hour which kind of helped but it's like go through this weird shit of like all right and this is the crucial time for me to 
be around my friends and be like, let's motivate each other. Let's fucking listen to like, and I, I'm, I've been craving, you know, creativity. I've been trying to draw a little bit. Like my buddy Badger has this thing. I think I told you guys about that. The visions of Dracula. And he texted me. We've been, we played phone tag all weekend. We still haven't talked. Um, I need to get a hold of him, but it was, it's one of those like, realistically, I probably can't produce a painting or a drawing for him in time but it's like it's it's that little thing is like all right that's a good project to work on but it's like i've been craving something like so well going back to the we're all gonna die like (laughs) uh it could it could happen tomorrow so why not like try to choose happiness instead or like try to make your situation better because there's no point in being fucking miserable or like dealing with bullshit that you don't need to if you can try to like move towards something else. So even if you're not there or even if you can't like just change it right away, like moving towards something you actually give a shit about is or or, or can tolerate better within your means, like that's what's important about finding your dream job is actively trying to be happier because eventually it nothing fucking matters like like it it won't matter that you spent all that time at a job that you hated that like that that's not going to be what you're remembered for like you might as well try to like move forward towards that goal yeah 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 so true um no yeah it's it's well said but um I don't know. Maybe it's been. It's, we took a week off because I got back late last Monday. Um, we'll go through our little inspirations or new shares or whatever. If you guys have anything to share that inspired you or gave you that you just want to let people know about, um, um, I'll start with you, Henry. So I've got a TV show, a video game, and a band. All right. Um, TV show is the Thundercats, but it is the new iteration that came out a couple years ago. Okay. And it's really good. It's uh, drawn like hand drawn anime style, still about Lion O and his fucking <laughs> sword and defeating Mumra. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Mumra's in it. It's just, it's really awesome. But they only did one season because nobody fucking watched it. Mm, and, it's weird. Um, <laughs> no, like, because right now they're they're making another new Thundercats, but it's the same thing as uh, Teen Titans Go, where okay. it's almost like cutesy little Pretty characters. Bad. Yeah, uh, Teen Titans does goes a great show. Like it's they just, have big eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's um, it's. I mean, it's a good show. It's just going from the original Teen Titans that the animation was so like on point and really well done that yeah. a lot of people were complaining that they're doing the same shit to Thundercats. And somebody came out and they were like, hey, I was a storyboard artist on this last Thundercats. We did really awesome stories, like really great animation. Nobody fucking watched it, so they're moving to a younger audience that'll actually commit to a show and allow it to last. Like, you guys were the actual problem. Um, <laughs> That's so, awesome. Uh, I mean, but I've, I've started going back. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah, I started going back on uh, VRV, and I've been watching that. Okay. It's really good. Um, new video game I'm playing is uh, I just finished South Park, The Fractured Butthole. 
And that is so fucking hilarious. <laughs> the it fractured is. butthole. No, the fractured butthole. Oh, okay. Oh, but W H Yeah. Okay. Uh, they just wanted to figure out a way to put butthole in the title of a video game and still have people sell it. Um, but it is like a like I think I played around like twenty hours for the main campaign. Um and then I got the DLCs where you go to Caspanita and do all those other stuff. <laughs> I love it's, it. It is, fucking, <clears throat> it is fucking hilarious. It is a really great game. Your character doesn't speak in the game. He just doesn't answer people. And so the characters in South Park are all talking to him, and then he just never responds. And they're like, well, all right. <laughs> just move, move along so, to their shit. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, that sounds- but So after that, I went on to Assassin's Creed Origins, and it takes place in ancient Egypt. And there's a really, it's a really awesome story, and it's a really beautiful game. But they do this one mode that you can play the game in called Museum Mode. Hmm. And there's no quests or combat, but you can walk around and, like, it's all (gasps) history accurate for what these towns and places would have been. So Mm -hmm. it's a really awesome, you can just go, like, explore ancient Egypt and, like, see all of the stuff as it was. Yeah. And the band is Parquet Courts. Uh, oh, yeah, you showed me those guys. They're kind of garage punk, like kind of fun. Like they have a retro sound. Yeah, like yeah. a late 70s, early 80s um, sound. And the guy's wearing like a trench coat. The, the song I looked up was Freebird 2, okay. <laughs> which is a hilarious name for a song. Yeah. But he's got a really like low 80s voice where he's like, <laughs> I, I mean, know. they definitely pull like the song you showed me. It was like it definitely reminded me a little bit of Iggy, Iggy Pop, um, hints of Bad Brains in there. But yeah, it was it was fun. That's uh, P A R Q U E T. Yeah, Quartz. Parquet Quartz. Yeah, Parquet Quartz. Parquet. Parquet. I think it's Parquet. Parquet yeah. Quartz. Not. But right. not. But not like that. What's that shit? Parquet. Parkour. Parkour. But yeah, that uh yeah, what, but what song would you so recommend? Freebird two. Okay. Is, it's a great little music video and their uh the rest of their shit should come up on YouTube if you look that up. But okay. Parquet Court's Freebird Two. Really fun song, really fun band. Um I'd highly recommend them. It's just good easy listening. Um some of the stuff I'm into is is a little too niche. <laughs> I've realized where, like, if I put it on, people are like, all right. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sure they could get into it eventually, but this one's, like, pretty down the road. Like, if you like general rock music, you'll enjoy parquet chords. Yeah. I'd agree with that, I think. I think. Yeah. yeah. So those are my three inspirations. I like it. Thanks for sharing, Clint, sir. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. Um, well, let's let's talk about something that you're about to go get. That's inspirational. Yes, yeah. a bike. So, in fact, you're buying any minute now. Yep, yep. I've been wanting one for uh, last year. I've been, you know, seriously looking and um, found one the other day. And the price is right. Went and looked at it, and uh, I said, yeah. So. Stoked on that. Stoked to start uh, start our motorcycle gang. Yeah, it's an adventure, man. It's the, totally. We're gonna have some fun rides. And uh, I, I was just telling Audrey too. I was like, 
I haven't ridden. I rode a little bit this weekend, but it's like it's way more fun to ride with somebody else, totally. with a buddy. Some about it's like. Well, also you just take up more of the road and like feel a little bit safer. A <laughs> little safer yeah. for sure. It's safer to ride in groups, but I'm stoked for you. And I was like that. That inspired me to be like, fuck yeah! I guess I I now I gotta get out on my bike more. So. Yeah. And fall. California fall in quotes, air quote in asshole quotes or whatever. Dick quotes. Dick fingers. Dick, Dick fingers. fingers. Thank Thanks. you. Um, I was like somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a great time to ride. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So, so that um, I was kind of going back because I've been trimming a lot lately. So I've been listening to a lot of music and yeah, been going through like oh listen to this nah no and I listen to this nah but I went back to Mr. Bungle their first <laughs> record. And Mike Patton, I, right? For, oh yeah, I love Mike Patton from uh, Faith No More. From No, or sorry, uh, from Mr. Bungle. Oh, it was before Faith yeah. No More. Oh yeah, he, oh, yeah. So okay. he's not the original singer of Faith No More. Oh, they had, a, they had a singer before him, and oh. then he was hired from Mr. Bungle. In fact, if you look at the Faith No More epic video, okay. you want it? He's wearing a Mr. Bungle T-shirt. Oh no, shit. So um, good <clears throat> that's their. It's a major that. label release on Warner Brothers. Um, and it is such a good record. I mean, again, it's one of those things, Henry, like you said, kind of niche where some people would be like, dude, this is dog shit. But it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's where, you know, if you get it, you love it, you yeah. know? And I was just like, I've been on total Mr. Bungle kick and going through all the records. And what's great is each record is stylistically so unique and so different from the last one. Yeah. Um, Nice. So that's my music. Um, fuck, man. You know, they're not just getting through the summer season. My concert series is almost over. Only two more. Yeah. And I'm a free man. And yeah, life is good. And that's my, that's, you know, I kind of just enjoy waking up in the morning. Good. Usually. Yeah. I like, I like you gave us some good perspective and hard lessons today of Shut the fuck up. Stop whining. Stop whining. You got time to lean. You got time to play. Stop your, again, stop your whining. Yeah. I feel like I got spanked a little bit. I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah, that no, you didn't. Not my feelings. <laughs> but what about my feelings, Clint? It's <laughs> not true. <laughs> so now Audrey and I are going to have to get motorcycles. I know. I already need one because my Prius is or just destroying my I street Can I like the Hunter S. Thompson to your Hell's Angels? Yeah. <laughs> like, a sidecar? Well, I'll just kind of like come in and ride about your badass motorcycle like swept up in that for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Oh, such a good book. Yeah. Anyway. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll Somebody allow t- it. just take me for a ride like once. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now yeah. it's on you. No, oh, okay. Well, first of all, you need to share. You're wearing your you're wearing your design that you designed. Yes. I know it's t-shirt. really weird. Designer t-shirt. Um, yeah. You designed a logo for your sister's band B and the Hive, and it's badass. You're Thanks. wearing your own art. That's pretty sweet. It's really surreal. Um, it's awesome. I don't think I've computed it yet. Complete. It's and people, weird. People can see that design on your Instagram. I, th- I think. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, I thought about doing kind of a side by side because I have the original. I gave them the trace that this came from, but I have the original. Yeah. Um, awesome so colors kind of too. Compare. Purple and orange. Yeah, awesome. I think they're gonna do a black and a black one with a hot pink. That's so I'm really. They should also do black. A, they should do a black and yellow too, or please. a teal and orange. They're gonna do a okay. kind of a bl- a blue. Tight. Yeah, I helped them pick that color. It was brown. Um, nice. They've been very. I've never collabed in a way. It's it awesome. 
I'm, yeah. I almost am, I'm, I'm, I'll let you speak a little more, but also, uh, you've been drawing a lot of cool shit lately. Yeah. So. Thank you. So, I've been digging those. Really? Know, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's, thanks. Yeah. It's funny because where I was staying didn't have Wi-Fi, and whenever all I wanted to do was go watch a really good sci-fi movie, but I couldn't because it was on my, like, I don't have Wi-Fi, and like, yeah. yeah. You know, there's not. You I don't really it. play Blade Runner twenty forty nine on TV. You know what I mean? The things like that, or I had a very specific genre that I've been wanting to a movie that I've been wanting to watch lately, and I wasn't able to do that. And so instead of be like, okay, well I'll go listen to some sci fi EDM music and draw some crazy weird fantasy shit. That's so. awesome. Thanks. Did you get into Altered Carbon? Sorry to get off track. No. What was... Oh, it's on Netflix. It's, it's good. fucking rad. Okay. I should have Wi-Fi now. So hopefully I'll be able to binge watch all the things. Yeah, you will. You will. If, if you've been okay. wanting some Blade Runner type stuff, then Altered, Altered Carbon. Carbon. Yeah, okay. That'll, okay. That'll be your shit. Um, Gabby and I saw a cool concert this last week. Yeah. Um, Where'd you see Zoo? We saw Zoo. Z H U. Yeah. Right? There is no Audrey, only Zoo. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny because I texted. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I texted Gabby that. There's no better There's only Zoo. Zoo. I, I like Zoo. That would be your metal band name, I think. Or it would. That would be your character yeah. if you were kind of like, what are those guys that. Ghostbusters? No. Oh. That's what that's from. No, but anyway, but it'd be badass though. You could make it anyway. Um, so that was awesome. <laughs> it would be badass. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that he sang live. Oh, that's cool. And he performed with a live guitarist, and um, someone was playing the saxophone, and just the lighting. It seems really simple music, but once you kind of get into it and you start listening, there's a lot of complexities, and it's it's. Just, it's phenomenal. It's upbeat without being, like, I, I don't, I, yeah, obviously, I, I'm still thinking about it, processing it, but it was, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it looked like a fun show. It was unbelievable. I woke up funny. that morning and I was like, that is the last thing I'm doing. <laughs> it's going and standing somewhere. Right. <laughs> Did you have tickets for it? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, and we were talking to someone. It's kind of an anomaly, like Zoo at the Fremont on a Wednesday. Is it a banner or is it just a disco? button pusher? It's not just a button pusher, though. He's more than just a button pusher. It's hard to explain. Um, Dad's getting angry at your music yeah. choice. No, just wondering. <laughs> um, I bought tickets to see Black Tiger Sex Machine at the Fremont. This coming week. So too. Rainbow Kitten Surprise and Black Tiger Sex Machine both played at the Fremont. Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. My wife loves them. Rainbow Kitten's probably worst band ever. What? They're, they're uh, great. Fucking the band's great. The guy's yeah. voice is just like. I heard a song for the first time today. Done a cheese grater. Yeah. Uh, it's just like. Wasn't impressed. But that's my opinion. Uh, in your and mine only. Karen's I, like my wife's like. You know what the fuck you're talking about? They're the most amazing band ever, and so uh, I respect that. Uh, She's like, it was the best them, show so ever. I Huh? I've never heard them, so I don't know. You're gonna love them. I, I, I have. You are gonna I have probably won't you. love them. I'm pretty sure I won't. No, you're Actually, gonna... I showed you one song that you liked, but we it was a dope video as well. Okay. I have one more thing. Yeah, yeah chill. sure. Please. Um, have you guys more. ever seen True Facts? Yeah. On YouTube by so, Zafrank. So fucking funny. Okay, so if you hadn't, you should go just look up True. He does several, and apparently he recently took like a three year break. Because there's some from like four or five years ago, and then there's only a couple from about three months ago. 
Um, and I found out he has about three or four TED Talks. Oh, really? Yes. The latest one is, are you, are you, are you human or something like that? He just kind of reads these quite, it's phenomenal. Um, but I found his earlier Ted talk. It was like 2002 in Monterey, which I didn't know that Ted originated in Monterey. Mm. And it sounds like he was kind of a part of Ted from the very beginning. Interesting. And he's actually a super nerdy tech guy. Who's also a stand up comedian. He's fucking hilarious. He seems like an awesome human being and just the true facts videos. It's educational, but it's like, it's, it's like adult. Yeah, like, definitely watch the one on the Tarzier. Adult Animal Planet, yes. The Tarzier is fucking hilarious. Don't, if you... The Bobbit Worm is good. The Bobbit Worm Bobbit one worm is, is That's good. new. It's fantastic. Um, the, but never watch the one on the ducks. Because you will not be able to look at ducks the same way again once you learn... Right. The, the fucking... I, yeah. Grotesque mental pictures that I have now every time I see a duck are terrible. And I don't want it. And I, I, I and wish, I, don't want it. And the, I wish I could just I scrub that bit of my brain. The one on marsupials was interesting <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, that was good. Um, but just any of the true facts by Zafrank. He even has one about true facts about Morgan Freeman, <laughs> and it's just guys. a total exercise in being goofy. But it's, uh, it's awesome. That's, I love that guy. That's really He's great. Rad. Anyway, right on. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. So Bender, what are your inspirations this week? Um, I have none. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we, we went on a we went on a bro date yesterday. Oh, yeah, did? we did. We went and saw um, the Predator at the D box seats in Atascadero at that theater. Next time, grab me. I there, it's it's like a fucking ride. It was rad. Perfect. Was it cool? It was fucking fun. It was a fun movie. I, the yes, there's plenty to pick apart about it, but ultimately, I walked away. I was like, that was a fun movie. It was yeah. fun. And especially a D box, dude. Fucking, it's yeah. like two, a two-hour ride of Star Trek. Yeah, Trek. it was, it was way cooler than I thought. I was like, "This is gonna," and then it was like, "Oh shit!" Like I was like, I caught myself grinning, like, <laughs> like it was fun. It was, Did they were they able to fit squeeze somewhere in the movie anywhere like get Susie Chopper? Uh, yes, they did, but nice. they did not say chop. They pluralized it, and it makes sense if you see the movie. Get to the choppers. Um, anyways, yes, there were some. They did some cool callbacks. It was it was a unique story. Like it was a fun movie. I, it's a great fun action movie. The characters are really likable. There's a lot of good comedy in oh, it. Oh yeah. Is it sequel based or is it like a no, whole new? No, story? it's kind of a. I mean, they they paid. They mention all the sequel or the prequels. They they say yeah, the first one came in '87. You're like, all right. So they they okay. pay homage to it for sure. The the OGs. Oh, no homage and um it was fun man it was a lot of fun i was i walked out saying that was a fun fun action movie hmm. that's like i had fun it was fun watching it's fun yeah, um, sterling k brown is a, is a dope villain kind of yeah like, he's yeah he always plays such a he's, he's, he's got a really something intense about, dude he is you're kind of like he's he's got that he was like, hilarious and he's then funny and then he yeah. snaps you're like it's that dude who's like he has that ability. Is like, and I've, every character he plays is like. There's this weird tension, like he seems laid back, and then you're like, no, he's gonna snap any minute now, and then he won't. But then he, when he does, you're like, fuck, I knew it. But it's yeah, it was a good movie, dude. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I went surfing and saw whales breaching like four hundred yeah, yards away from me. Awesome. It was terrifying and awesome. I was so close to them, like you could, I could see the little like wrinkles in their bellies. 
coming out of the water. Like it was, I've never seen anything like it. Did you smell their breath? No. <laughs> gross. But <laughs> I was gross. like sitting, I forgot about surfing completely. I was just sitting out there on my board, just like watching for like 25 minutes. I got, you can't see it now, but like I felt like I got fucking roasted because I sat there and mesmerized. Like it was awesome. awesome dude. It made me feel it was good perspective. I was like, I am tiny because mm-hmm. they were coming out and they're fucking full breaching like mouths open just like sweet eat. and it was over an hour of it whoa what beach uh cayucas so that was really cool like a good nature moment of like sitting there just like okay this is uh, like this is what i'm witnessing right now like what am, what are my problems who, who, who fucking no. cares, who cares? <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's fucking whales and they had a baby with them their little baby was eating too he was jumping out going <laughs> It was, it was, I was awesome. I wish I had a camera. There was some dude kayaking around him, and I think he had a camera, but it was like, man, but that's okay. That was, that's for me. There's like almost like one of those, like, this is for me. This yeah. is just for me. Somebody, somebody was, did yeah. a study recently that if you take photos of something, like while you're there witnessing it, your brain doesn't remember it yeah. as well. That makes sense. Dude, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that. that the one, the dude came out. And just mouth open, just and like closed, and then he like flopped over in his fin. Oh like, my god! And I could see like the wrinkles in his like, his like big white Where gray it belly. Open. Dude, yeah. crazy. It was fucking <clears throat> crazy. I'd never seen that. And I was like, you know, a long drive, golf drive away from him. I was like, yeah, that's fucking right there. And. Just their size alone. I was like, if those, like you were saying yesterday, like if those eight people, I would not be in the water. Yeah, ever. Fucking huge. Like that, that. Those things are awesome. And they look like fucking aliens. They do. You look at that thing coming out. Like it. It didn't look. I've never seen that up close or even from afar. And it was. It looked alien. I was like, what is that? What the? F-? It looks like a rock coming up out of the water that's moving. And you're just like, oh shit. So. That was definitely, like, that was a good... It wasn't inspirational in any way of, like, oh, I'm going to go paint that, but it was, it was a good spirit, like, soul refresh of, like, mm-hmm. all right, this is a cool... It, it just kind of, like, yeah, it was the most in the moment I've been in a week or two. It's It's just like, yes. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? And then I realized, like, oh, shit, I'm get, I was drifting out. I was getting sucked <laughs> out in the current, and so I was like, I got to paddle back in. <laughs> There's some big ass waves. There's some scary. Like the ocean is, is still somewhat novel to me. Like I, I you know I've lived here a little under a year, but it's like man, every time I go out and like, it's I have, you know I grew up in the mountains and all all it takes is one good hike and camp overnight in the mountains to be like yeah, I, <laughs> it's gonna do what it's gonna do and. The ocean's on a whole nother level. It's just mm-hmm. like, I am zero, I am zero percent adapted for this environment. <laughs> like, I can swim, but if there's no land, I'm fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of, it's a good, that was a good, I need more of that. And, and so I'm, I'm going to, that's something that I'd like to start doing. Even, I know the days are shorter now, but it's like, if I can get you know, the motivation and energy to just zip down to the beach and even just float in the water, not even surf, just go swim out in the water for 45 minutes at the end of the day. I think I need to start doing that. That's that's something maybe I can get into and recharge. Battery I also wanna, charger. I also yeah. want to plan a little camping trip 
well, they're up to Big Sur or something. Yeah, we need, yeah I, need, I need to camp. Uh, there's no such thing as too cold in California. No offense. Uh, no yeah, offense. yeah, there is. No offense. But, um, uh, but yeah, let's, we should all definitely camp. Sitting around a campfire is very, that's very spiritual and awesome, too. I love that shit. Um, I think we're good, guys. We did about an hour and a half today. Yeah. It was super deep. Uh, you guys didn't, Henry and Clint didn't kill each other. Why? I would never. Why? Never. He's my dad. <laughs> He's my dad. My dad just smacks me. He doesn't kill me. <laughs> I mean, I will get the belt later, but... Um, but yeah, well, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to add today? Episode 26. Good night. Good night. Oh. Love. Let's uh, let's go get your motorcycles. Do it. I'm gonna go pop some wheelies. <laughs> okay, uh, we will give you an update as to what injuries he's sustained. <laughs> but um, well, cheers, guys. Thanks. I don't. Thank I, you. I, Thanks I, again, Bender. Pretty much an empty beer, but cheers. Uh, cheers. <laughs> that was the worst cheers ever. People Thanks. listening at home, if you have a full beer, good for you. We did not. Okay. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Guys.